Hey everyone, welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a weekly podcast about lifestyle and healthy eating. I'm Rob and together with my wife Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative yet entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating. We'll cover everything but the kitchen sink. Each week we'll discuss topics ranging from how to protect yourself from developing cancer, spicy foods to rev up the libido, to caring for your palliative grandfather with Alzheimer's. We'll also delve into more complex issues like, what the heck is oat milk? Why doesn't my butt fit into these jeans? And every guy's favorite question, will eating spinach really make it bigger? Join us each week as we strive to educate, enlighten, and entertain you. I had known that I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself, says baseball legend Mickey Mantle. The way we live our lives and daily lifestyle habits can certainly affect our health in a good or bad way. We know what's good for the heart can be good for the circulation. This can have implications on many health issues for men. A crappy diet can sink an erection. After a decade of connecting with men and their wives and partners in a weekly nutrition and prostate cancer group for men having radiation treatment at the cancer clinic, there are many pearls of wisdom learned about men's health, their concerns, and specific issues they deal with. Health in men. There's many stereotypes, and this can be one of the reasons why men have issues they do. Are you man enough to tune in? Episode 22, Men's Health, Spinach is Just the Tip of the Iceberg. Just the tip, hey? Well, you asked if it makes it bigger. If what makes it bigger? Spinach. Oh, spinach, right. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually going to cover a whole range of topics on men's health today and talk some more about some foods in addition to spinach. Oh, awesome. There's more than just spinach then, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Excellent. So today we're going to talk about the top five health problems that men are winning at. Winning, because men like to win. Is <laughs> that what you're right. saying? Yeah. <laughs> and why men die sooner than women. Or they don't live as long. I, I prefer the sounds of that stat better. Okay. Yeah. And the five lifestyle habits that are detrimental to men's health. Okay, good to know. And five important factors to live longer and optimize health. All right, well, let's get started. All right. I want to start with a uh, Mae West quote. It's not the men in my life. It's the life in my men. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty important, right? Totally is. Yeah. Like yeah. Have a little bit of life there. Oh, that's right. And unfortunately, men are winning at five of the top health problems. That's a confusing way to put it, but we'll understand it by the time we're, we're through this. Well, I said winning is, I think, because with the male ego and competition and uh, that whole idea of winning, it helps people to perk up and listen. Yeah. Winning sounds like a good thing, but in this case, it isn't. These aren't things you want to win at. No. And you probably know the first one, eh? The number one leading cause of death for men. Um. Oh, gosh, I got nothing funny to say. I, um, it's heart problems probably, right? Yeah, cardiovascular disease, heart disease. I was going to think of something witty, but <laughs> slow on the draw today. That's problem number two. <laughs> no, it's not. No, that's, yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, so heart disease and, you know, all the risk factors for that, like high blood pressure and high cholesterol, stress. So all those can affect your um, risk of heart disease. And it is the number one leading cause of death in men. In men. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't affect women as much? Uh, it's more than 50% men. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And are we going to discuss why it affects men more than women? Absolutely. Okay. So I'll leave you. We'll get to that then. All right. Number two is cancer. Uh, cancer. Yeah, yeah. That's a big one. So uh, it's the second leading cause of death. And it's uh, in men, uh, uh, colorectal cancer, lung, and prostate are the male cancers. Right. Okay. Those are the most common. Mm-hmm. And then number three is diabetes. Right. Okay. And... Looking at all those that we've first said, the top three, they're related to... Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> lifestyle. Oh, okay. You asked me these broad questions and I'm like, uh, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> You're like looking at me like I know the answer. I always hated that in school and the teacher like like points you out and I'm like, I don't know. And you're asking your buddy beside you like slip you the answer so you don't look silly in front of everyone. But Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, diabetes is up there also. And fourth one is ED. Ed. My good friend Ed. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. I'm just joking. Every every guy's been there. <laughs> okay. Number five is depression. Depression. That's a big one too. It's probably related to number four. It's always depressing when your friend doesn't show up to the party. Oh, <laughs> of Canadian men, and uh, it may actually be higher. I was going to say, that sounds low. Yeah. Well, men are less likely to seek help. Well, yeah, that's 10% is the the, those who are accounted for. Exactly. The stats, yeah. One million Canadian men have major depression, and there's 4,000 Canadian suicides a year with 75% men. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of it's probably related to health. I mean, when your body's not functioning, you don't feel... I know for myself, when I don't feel right, when my body isn't feeling right, it gets me down. So I'm sure I'm not alone with that. Like you can't do the things you normally do and then that, you know, yeah. makes you feel stressed and oh, leads to depression. And yeah. So, you know, and boys in our culture are taught from a young age to like take it like a man and you know, um, don't cry and all those things. Exactly. Like showing weakness or vulnerability, uh, poses a threat to their masculinity kind of, you know, with our culture and, you know, real men don't get depression kind of sentiment. Yeah. And it's maybe another reason why men don't often go to the doctor because they don't want to know that they don't want to admit that they're broken. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then it under, unfortunately it's expressed as like verbal abuse in family members, or it could be, you know, aggression or irritability, hostility, or over drinking can be things that happen for men that don't seek help. Right. Right. So why do men die sooner than women? Or how did you like it for me to say it? W- women live longer? Yeah. That's more positive sounding. Well, the gap is closing. It used to be 13 year difference, um, but now women, the average age uh, lifespan is 81 and for men it's 76. So So has it gone up for men or down for women? 
<laughs> Good question. Yeah, hopefully think, it's gone up for men. Yeah, yeah. It's a really complicated issue and it, there's no like simple reason. We can surmise a lot, but there's been some you know, speculation. Is it hormones? Like for men, testosterone kills and estrogen can protect, but kind of, I mean, estrogen can help with your good cholesterol levels, your HDL. Both men and women have both types of hormones, just in different amounts. Right. And another reason, maybe sleep and stress. So women tend to have better sleep, get better sleep, don't have as much insomnia and sleep problems as men. And stress, uh, generally women are better at handling stress and dealing with stress. And they tend to seek out support, just like with the depression. They're more proactive and will go see a doctor, get their checkup. I know men who are married live longer than bachelors. Interesting. <laughs> and I think maybe that's part of that. Like women, their wives kind of... Nurture? Yeah. And, you know, go get a checkup. If something's wrong, like go see the doctor, get it, like go... Pester. <laughs> Very funny. Pester. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nag. No. Yeah, there you go. No, not at all. Yeah, there's a good uh, quote from Mickey Mantle. If I'd known that I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. Yeah. We had a friend ages ago that just like went hard and didn't plan on living past 50. He kept saying that. He said, oh, I'm not planning on, I'm only... I'm planning to die before I'm 50, what? so I'm going to live live hard and oh. go hard. And he smoked and drank oh. and like just had a crazy life. And I haven't heard that he's not still going, so oh. I don't know. But. Is this when you were a kid? You knew him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's... Uh, yeah, pretty crazy, hey? I know. It's funny because I think um, when you're young, you feel invincible and... Um, especially as a man, I think the competition and the male ego and, um, just like live life hard and more extreme, you know, uh, way of living. And I think as you age, you kind of realize, huh, wow, my health is important. And, uh, I, what I do in my life, my lifestyle can actually impact how I'm breathing and how I'm my energy level and, you know, blood sugars and, or my obesity, whatever. So it's there. It's all related, right? Yeah. Things, things hurt more too when you get older. So you start to notice things that you wouldn't have noticed when you were younger. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And that's actually the final reason. Um, the big, the biggest reason that we're going to discuss about why men die sooner than women or women tend to live longer. And it's that lifestyle factor. Oh, right. That's a, a huge one. So women do tend to lead healthier lifestyles. That could be also changing as there's more information and more men trying to, you know, take more control of their health, especially actually through the pandemic. It really propelled people to take more control of their health. And like some of the sentiments is like, worst case scenario, I gained some weight, but I didn't die of COVID, you know, that hmm. kind of thing. So, you know, people are kind of like, oh, you know, I gained weight because I was stuck at home or whatever reason, but it's brought, you know, health to the forefront and like, okay, what I do in my life can affect my weight and my, um, you know, length of life and everything. Yeah, for sure. 
So when we talk about lifestyle, there's five detrimental habits that can impact quality of life and length of life. And they're ones we talk about all the time. And um, we're going to really focus on two smoking. So men tend to there's higher rates of men smoking than women. Okay, that's an obvious one. Yeah, drinking. Again, men tend to have more uh, binge drinking and more alcohol intake than women. And probably, I don't know if there's statistics for this, but what they're drinking is maybe more detrimental. I'm just surmising, but I know men on average tend to drink different beverages than women. So Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't look into that. That's a... I don't know if there's... I'm sure there's data for that too, but... Yeah, we should look, look at that. That's... A, yeah, just like hard, hard liquor and beer yeah. versus wine maybe, but... Uh, yeah, I think that might change. That might be changing too. With I know uh, there's like the pandemic drinking was happening more in the last two years, where people were you know opening a bottle of wine and just drinking more regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is exercise and lack of exercise. So men tend to not get as much exercise as women overall. Right. Which which seems odd because you think when you go to the gym, you just assume it's going to be full of guys, but that's just a small percentage of the population that's go to the gym pumping iron absolutely yeah yeah i yeah. know like look at the people walking when you go yeah, for walks and stuff i was, I was stuff. just gonna say like just general exercise out walking and doing that kind of stuff it's it's more women more often than men exercise classes a lot of times are yeah you're right i think women enjoy you know group activities like different exercises and yoga and stuff like that so obesity is actually one that people are surprised to hear because uh, you hear a lot about women and obesity, but actually there's a higher rate of men with obesity. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And overeating. So it's similar to the obesity, but overeating like the... Kind of leads to it, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's obviously it could be related. It's not always the cause, but just the overeating kind of the proportions are off in terms of healthy eating right i see yeah so that's the five detrimental habits so smoking drinking lack of exercise obesity and overeating those you said are more common in men than in women those five things that's right yeah okay so with the uh, cardiovascular disease and heart disease as i mentioned the uh, high blood pressure and and high cholesterol and stress and diabetes can play a part in heart attacks and risk of cardiovascular disease. Right. And part of that could be the like type A personality. We talked about like the competition, the male ego. There's a quote, men run the world and women make the world run. Ah, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. And that is actually, it's kind of, it can lead to higher rates of prostate cancer too. What's good for the heart is good for the prostate, but also what's good for the heart is good for the erection. Oh, well then. With blood flow. Yeah. Blood flow. There we go again. (laughs) Prime the pump to raise the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So yeah. And I mean, um, we talked a lot about that on our sexy foods episode five or was it episode six sorry episode six right and we talked about blood flow and the nitric oxide in foods and not nitrous oxide no that's That's for your race that's for your race car too (laughs) okay okay (laughs) it's another guy thing (laughs) so a crappy diet can sink your erection uh yeah 
that makes sense. Like the foods you eat or don't eat and when you eat can really impact blood flow and can impact your risk of ED. So, and there has been studies, men who consume a pro-inflammatory diet have higher odds of testosterone deficiency. Researchers looked at the relationship of dietary inflammatory index and hormones or testosterone. And they found that uh, men who consume a pro-inflammatory diet uh, had more likelihood of deficiency of testosterone. And actually, we talked all about anti-inflammatory diets. So the foods to help with that in episode Uh, 19. Wow, good. Top of your head. That's good. (laughs) That's great. Um, (laughs) That's awesome. So yeah, like crappy diet can sink your erection. So some of the foods that can impact that are also the similar foods that can impact your cancer risk or diabetes. So a lot of the foods we've talked about before, do you know? Uh, Processed foods, I would guess. Yeah. You know, there's like uh, this whole male extreme with diets. So extreme keto or paleo or the caveman diet. And sometimes they characterize it as a life hack. And so like steak and eggs or burgers or steak and mashed potatoes. a cup full of raw eggs. (laughs) That's right. Just raw and I suck them back raw because I'm a man. Is that what you mean? Those kind of things? Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, exactly. So those, you know, they're high in saturated fats and it's like a lot of meat and the ratio is off with the not enough vegetables and salads. It doesn't seem as masculine, maybe. I'm not sure. Definitely uh, a stereotype there for sure. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the man burger. Right. <laughs> Big, huge slab of 50 ounces of meat on this burger. <laughs> That's right. If you can eat it, you get another one for free. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like your friend who said he wasn't going to live past 50 or whatever. It's that extreme kind of mentality. Like I'm going to. Yeah. Just go hard and I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, men are starting to try to improve their lifestyle by and their diet by counting macros as they might call it or intermittent fasting or CrossFit different things that is in their language and it's it's helpful for for them to to take control to make it acceptable Mm -hmm. exactly there's a great dutch proverb death is life's way of telling you to slow down it's kind of too late though isn't it it's a type a personality kind of uh sentiment people that live really you know they're very um busy yeah go 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 yeah type a yeah Death is life's way of telling you to slow down. Yeah, I guess it would be, but it'd be too late. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a... It's kind of like one of those warnings after the facts, like the bridge out sign when you're like already over the cliff. <laughs> oh, by the way, the bridge is <laughs> that's out. That's good. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah. totally. That's good. So the five important factors to optimize performance and live longer. Do you want to talk about that? I want to talk about all of this stuff. Okay. So with men, um, it's better to say like goal focus versus following rules or being compliant for wellness. You know, that they don't really, men don't typically respond to that type of language, but it's more like goal focus. Like I've got a plan. I want to you know, I've got a a monitoring system, some sort of uh, way to track progress, Fitbit, whatever. 
that helps with, you know, reaching goals, uh, daily goals. I like to see results. Absolutely. Is that a male thing? No, no, I think it is. It's, it can be male or female, but I think, uh, it's more, it's, it's like the competitive part of things, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And seeing results is really key, but it's good also for men, especially if they have that typical like type A type personality and the way that their drive, it's the biofeedback. So just listening to their body and like thinking, okay, my chest is feeling tight or, you know, just ways to kind of feel like be intuitive around, okay, I'm going too hard or I'm not sleeping well, I'm too stressed or, you know, doing too much and just listening to what your body's telling you and like, okay, you need to take a deep breath or you need to like slow down or you need to take a break. And, you know, that that's really key also. And I think the device you have, uh, your watch is um, really helpful for that. Like, I mean, you also can listen to your body and be intuitive, but you also have this monitoring system to to kind of track how you're feeling. Yeah, it's, it gives you a little bit more information and, and you can go overboard with it and be all about the stats, but it's nice to have some feedback. It's like when you do a test in school and you, you finish the test and you're like, oh, I, th- I think I did pretty good. I think I got most of the answers right. Yeah. The watch is kind of like getting your test back. Oh. It just confirms what you think. I like that. It, except sometimes you get a D. <laughs> It's like, damn, I didn't see that coming. I thought I did really well. <laughs> like with the sleep, when you have a really good sleep yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you wake up and it says 5% body battery or, or something. Or whatever. Said. Yeah. Whatever number is out of whack. But yeah, it's usually it. I mean, in an ideal word, world, it confirms what you already f- think and feel about what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like if the step counter thing, like if, you know, you're trying to get 10 thousand steps a day and then you reach that and then the next day or the next three days you aim for 11,000 and then 12,000 and and it's a way to kind of like up your game yeah it's just it's just like little mini competitions with yourself that you can push yourself a little bit to stay healthy yeah and you get little dopamine hits along the way from uh, that feeling of accomplishment well there's that too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. So back to five important factors to optimize performance and live longer. Um, Number two would be increasing your vegetables to help with your circulation and the blood flow. And, you know, you're thinking of the nitric oxide and some of all those foods that we talked about in episode six about blood flow, like beets is a good one. Uh, Spinach. Spinach. I was going to say spinach. (laughs) Spinach, spinach, spinach. spinach. (laughs) Yeah. But what else? Uh, What else? Uh, increased uh, garlic was one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think garlic yeah. was one. Really good. Yeah. Uh, there's nuts. I yes, think. yeah, nuts, nuts and, and seeds are really healthy. The cruciferous pomegranate. That was good for something. Yeah, pomegranate. I think. Yeah, juice. Uh, what were you gonna say? Cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables. Broccoli, cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are those the only ones for the cruciferous? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cruciferous. The um collard greens collard greens bok choy oh kale. really they're all part of the, that group too yeah oh yeah. really okay well if you go in down to the garden and see all anyone that grows and has when you cut it it has a cross oh like it's got a big chunky stalk on it yeah and it actually uh, grows it, it in the way of a crisscross like a cross 
It's really right. interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. So that's the that's why it's called cruciferous. A crucif a cruci what's the other word? Cruciferous. No, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, the crucifix. Right. Yeah, which is a cross. cross. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, so any like increasing all those vegetables would be a great way to help your body with circulation and for blood flow, for good, for preventing heart disease, helping with ED, helping with blood sugars, so keeping your blood sugars better. And the next one is fiber. That's another one that will really help with blood sugar control and prevention of all of those, the diabetes, the cancer, the heart disease, and also the gut-brain connection and they're finding more about gut brain and health and depression. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Connection with that. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a whole episode on fiber. So that's one to refer back to. I think it was episode 18. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So that's another one to uh, help optimize performance for men and women. Another one that, as we mentioned, like with all the extreme type diets with paleo and caveman and extreme keto, one thing in your diet to try to aim for is less meat, uh, less saturated fat. So those animal fats, uh, less cholesterol, less, um, sugary sweets and overly processed foods that are, have lots of grams of sugar. Right. Right. And we talked about the, um, sugar well on the label reading episode. Yeah. Yeah. How to read, how to look for certain things. That's right. Yeah. And the last thing is um, making sure you get enough of some of those key nutrients that a lot of people are lacking, like vitamin D3, and that's good for your immune system, your bone health, your cognition, your cardiovascular health. So if you're deficient with vitamin D, then you can have problems with your immunity, you can have problems with your heart health, uh, possibly cognition issues. So uh, it's really important to get enough of that. And we know in the winter, we don't get enough through the sunshine because it's a sunshine vitamin. So many people do need supplements for vitamin D3. So that's one to make sure that you're getting enough of that throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Omega-3 or fish oil. So um, having, including fish twice a week is really key to get your omega-3s. Right. And magnesium, some people need a supplement, uh, but if you have a balanced variety in your diet, you might not need a supplement. So if you get enough whole grains and nuts and seeds. Right, I see. The magnesium-containing foods. Yeah, which is widespread in the diet. So it's if you're eating you know, a really wholesome diet, like the Mediterranean-type diet. A lot diet, of variety. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of the plant-based, like the whole grains and the nuts and seeds and the vegetables then you're going to get your magnesium. Nice. And a multivitamin mineral is probably a good idea for most people. Um, and the one thing with um, the difference with men and women's supplements for multivitamin is the iron. So most men don't need extra iron in a supplemental form. Because they're pumping it so much, you mean? <laughs> you're funny. Yeah. Well, they don't lose iron like women do with the period right um so typically you don't want too much iron in the well you don't want any extra iron in your supplement gotcha and if you are a man who is taking statin medication so you have cholesterol issues and your doctors prescribe statin medication uh you might need a 
supplement of coenzyme Q10, or some people know it as CoQ10. Okay. And that helps with a deficiency that's seen in people that have that are taking those uh, medication to help with cholesterol. And that's like a heart-related thing too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, so that, uh, do you have any questions? No, I think I think we covered most of it. So we talked about five health problems that men are winning at, um, why men die sooner than women, um, the lifestyle habits that are detrimental to men's health, and five important factors to help live longer and optimize health. So if you could sort of give a little like uh, two sentence advice based on everything we just talked about to wrap it up, what would that be? Quit smoking, drink less, increase your activity and try to add more vegetables in and more fiber rich foods and less meats. And listen to your wife. (laughs) <laughs> that's right right you said that was good in every family your wife is your dietitian. oh i suppose yeah a lot of times that's or health, the case. health coach or health uh guide a lot of times yeah for sure awesome well that uh hopefully is helpful for some people out there it'd be it'd be interesting to see how many men actually listen to this episode because men often don't like pay attention to their health right so There'll be a bunch of women listening to this episode trying to convince their husband to listen to it. So <laughs> probably yeah. for any guys that have made it to the end of this episode, good on you. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll celebrate with a beer. <laughs> or a carrot. Or <laughs> <laughs> a carrot. Nice. All right. Well, uh, thank you for that, Sandra. We will uh, carry on with more fun stuff next week. Sounds great, Rob. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. 